The best boss I ever had was Dr. Anthony Lockhart. Dr. Lockhart, if you're listening, <laughs> thank you for everything that he did for me. But what made him so amazing was the fact that he did not treat everybody exactly the same way. Now that might sound a little counterintuitive and it might sound like, well, if he didn't treat everybody equally, then he wasn't a very good boss or a very good person to begin with. But see, that is where we make a lot of mistakes, especially as parents, in trying to treat everybody the same. Is your family ready for whatever comes next? As we watch our realities transform almost overnight, parents, teachers, and significant adults wonder, are our kids really ready for this new world? How can we be sure they have all the tools they need? How can we inspire, encourage, and empower them to create secure futures in an uncertain world? How can we help them design better tomorrows? Those are the questions, and this podcast explores the answers. I'm Marcia Amaro, and welcome to Sincerely Speaking. If you've done any kind of research into parenting and parenting training and tips about parenting, I'm sure you've run across the idea of parenting styles at one point or another. So the idea of parenting styles is basically that there are four ways in which most people typically parent. And depending on the style that you choose, experts say that you might yield the kinds of results that you want with your kids or maybe even hinder the kinds of results that you want with your kids. And the whole idea is that as you look at the parenting styles, you will understand that there is one that you should favor and the experts tell you which one is the one that you should favor. Have you heard of these before? So the first one, the first parenting style, is the authoritarian style, which is typically defined as the tough disciplinarian, right? So if you're an authoritarian parent, you're constantly telling your kids what to do, you don't have any room for uh, negative behavior or disrespect, you do not tolerate anything that falls outside the scope of what you want, and you're just a military drill sergeant, pretty much, in the way you deal with your kids. The second parenting style is permissive, and that is more like the indulgent friend. So if you are a permissive parent, the idea here is that you want to be buddies with your kids. You want to make sure that they love and appreciate you and like hanging out with you. And in doing that, sometimes you allow or indulge certain things that other parents might look at and go, oh, you're really allowing your kid to do that? And the thought behind the permissive parent is, I would much rather have my my kids be my friend and like me so that they can communicate with me and share with me whatever is going on in their life and not try to hide things from me. But according to the experts, if you're too permissive, then you don't teach your kids about boundaries, you don't teach your kids about how to behave in certain situations, and you end up doing them more harm than good. The third parenting style is the uninvolved parent, and that's more like a hands-off observer. So that's the parent that's like, you figure it out, you go do what you need to do, it's your life, you go. And that kind of parenting style obviously is frowned upon. Um, more and more, especially in recent times, we hear about um, parents being present, and that is obviously important. So the uninvolved parent is usually criticized for not being there for their kids enough, for not giving them enough direction and support, for not really teaching them enough. 
And then the final parenting style is the authoritative, not to be confused with authoritarian, right? But authoritative parent. And that is more of the reasonable diplomat, right? So this is the parent that is... Uh, sets boundaries, but it's reasonable in understanding where their kids are coming from. It's the parent that exerts a certain level of uh, direction and control, but at the same time allows their kids enough freedom to do what they need to do. And obviously, just because of, by the way I have described these four parenting styles, typically the experts will lean towards telling you that the authoritative style is the style that you should aim to follow, is the one that you should try and use with your kids most of the time, right? Now, recently, I've been reading an amazing book by Ken Blanchard called Leading at a Higher Level. And it's gotten me to thinking a lot about all of these ideas because I do believe that as parents, we're meant to be the leaders of our home. We are, our main job, right, as parents is to be leaders that raise other leaders so that we can have strong leadership in our communities, in our nation, if our, in our world, and at the same time give our kids the tools that they're going to need in order to be leaders of their home so they can in turn raise more strong leaders, right? And one of the things that uh, Blanchard mentions in the book is that in looking at leadership, there's usually, again, several styles of leadership, usually two, that are described and pinned against each other. But what he proposes is that instead of just saying, okay, you are either this style or this style, what we as positive, strong leaders need to do is understand that depending on the kid, the situation, the circumstance, and the task at hand, we might need to resort to a variety of different styles at different moments with different kids. So stop and bear with me here for a minute. Well, yes, he approaches this idea from a business leadership mentality, but it applies to parenting, and I'm going to explain briefly how this works, right? So what I propose, especially as I've been reading Blanchard, and it has helped me really define a lot of these ideas that I share with parents anyway, is that instead of thinking about parenting styles and trying to pick the one style that works and trying to make it seem like all other styles are just going to ruin your kids forever. Let's think more about the parenting roles that we assume at any given moment and understand that there are, uh, that these parenting roles are on a quadrant, right? Or maybe even on a continuum. And that at any given moment, depending again on the task, the circumstances, and the child that you're dealing with, you might have to move within those quadrants, right? And be a little bit more one or a little bit more the other, depending on the circumstance. So uh, Blanchard talks about being able to diagnose the situation. I don't know that that's the best word for our scenario, but we do need to be able to be keenly aware of what is going on. We need to understand our kids' abilities. We need to understand our kids' level of maturity. We need to understand where they're at developmentally. And all of that is a longer conversation than we can have here at this moment. But just think about a circle. So imagine that your parenting works on a compass, right? Imagine that the circle is a compass and you have your longitude and latitude here, longitude and latitude, and you have uh, control 
on the horizontal axis and responsibility on the vertical axis. So the more you lean to the left on the horizontal axis, the less control the child has, your kid has. So that means you have to exert more control. And the more you go towards the right there, the more control the kid has, so the less control you have to exert. Same top to bottom. The lower on the scale you are, the less responsibility your kid can assume, so the more responsibility you have to assume. And as you go up, the more responsibility your kid can assume, so that means you can release some of that responsibility. So if you think about parenting in this compass, and you're in the southwest uh, quadrant, then that means that your kid cannot really exert a lot of control because they cannot assume a lot of responsibility. So it is your role in that particular instance to guide your kid, to be um, a little bit more in that authoritarian role where you are being the tough disciplinarian to an extent, right? Don't go overboard, but you are making sure that you are giving instruction, that you're explaining clearly what they need to do. You are exerting a little bit more of authority in this particular stance. And usually these are um, the moments when we're dealing with younger kids, especially toddlers, or when we're dealing with adolescents who are trying to do something that's outside of the scope of what they are capable of doing yet or where they have not shown the responsibility to do it yet. And we'll talk more about that um, later on in another um, series. But then over here, you actually have the kid who has a little bit higher control. So they are showing a little bit more of self-direction, of self-determination, of um, self-regulation. So they have a little bit more of control in the situation, right? But they are not ready to assume responsibility because they either don't have the maturity yet or the motivation to get it done. So in that role, you are the encourager. That is your role, to encourage your kid. So in that sense, here in this quadrant, you're more of the authoritative parent who is trying to balance giving them enough space to do things on their own while at the same time giving them enough direction to help them out and encouraging them and making sure that they have the tools that they need. Then we move up here to the Northwest quadrant. And in that space, your kid is exhibiting higher responsibility because they do have more of a maturity level and they do have the motivation to do it, but they have lower control because maybe it's a more complicated task or it's a task in which you still need to uh, supervise a little bit because they don't have enough practice to self-regulate or they have shown that um, they lose their ability to self-direct at some point in that task. So then you're going to take the role of equipping them, of giving them the skills and the tools and teaching them how to gain that control, right? And in that role, you're more of a permissive parent where you're being a little bit more of a friend and you're talking things through and you're taking your time to teach them certain things. And then on this final quadrant, then that is our goal, right? To get all of us to that northeast quadrant where you have high responsibility and high control. And uh, at that point, your role becomes to commission, to send your kids off to do what they need to do, to just give them a task and let them run with it. And at that point, then you become more of the 
uninvolved parent to the extent that you are more of a hands-off observer and you're there if they need you but you no longer have to be on top of them telling them what to do so the idea here is to understand that you are going to actually swim around and move around in all of those different areas of the compass, right, of that parenting role uh, compass. Because at any given moment, depending again on the task of the kid and the situation, you will need to navigate in a different direction. So like the needle in that compass, you're going to be moving from one quadrant to the next. Sometimes you're going to be leaning more towards actually almost getting to the next quadrant, and then you're gonna have to lean back. So just think about, instead of what parenting style are you, and trying to define yourself based on that label. Label. Think about the different roles that we as parents might need to take at a certain time and how can we decipher and determine when do we need to be in each quadrant to better serve ourselves and our kids and be the strong leaders that raise confident, enterprising, resilient kids who are ready to take on the world and lead on. I want to sincerely thank you for joining in this conversation today. I know your time is precious and I don't take your sharing in this conversation with me lightly. There's a million other things you could be doing. So again, I want to thank you for being here with me today. I hope you have found great value, inspiration, and encouragement in our conversation today. And if you have, I invite you to share this podcast with someone else who you think might need that bit of inspiration today. I also want to invite you to head on over to marciamara.com where you will have access to tons of additional resources, including a free PDF copy of my Tough Talks checklist, which walks you through step-by-step how to engage in those not-so-easy conversations with the people closest to you. I hope to chat again with you soon. Again, this is Marcia Amaro, and this has been Sincerely Speaking.